I think Eddie and I are perverts and we're pretty creepy and gross. No, we're not creepy. Not creepy, no. We're we're perverts. Pervert, yeah, perverts, but not creepy. perverted. Pervert. Yeah, there you go. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to not... say we're the noun pervert. <laughs> yeah. A brand new episode of Save It for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 276 of your favorite comedy podcast for every week. Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. I'm trying to figure out if I should be looking at the camera, looking yeah, at you. We're I don't all, know either. We're all set up. I mean, and listen, so last week we live streamed the show, and then after the show, I uploaded a copy of the show to YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people watched it and seemed to like it, so here we are. We're doing it again. Yeah. I switched around the studio a little bit. A little bit. And now that we're here live doing it, I'm, first of all, we're on different sides. Yes. I've always it's, been the passenger. It's true, yeah. <laughs> in our car. Crazy. We sit at a desk and um, a friend of mine, Christian, who listens to the show, remarked that it looked like we were sitting on the same side of a booth. Like we're on a date <laughs> at a restaurant because we both sit at a table side by side and just turn our heads and look at each other. Mm-hmm. That didn't really work. It looked kind of silly. So if now I've got Eddie switched up, the camera's at a different angle, and I looked at the feed, and it looks like you're in a sidecar. It does. It does yes. You look so tiny. I don't understand it, yeah. I'm I mean, s- I am a lot smaller than you are, but... Not this much. Yeah, this makes it look like I can fit in your in your hand. You're a child. Yeah, exactly. You know, like on real talk shows, they usually have the host up on a pedestal. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just really trying to just dwarf you. Seriously, man. Right now. It's not cool. I'm sorry. Well, look, if anyone wants to watch the show live, you certainly can when we record it, or just subscribe to our YouTube account. It'll give you a notification when we go live. The rest of you may think that's dumb. I don't know. I didn't get one bad feedback, so I figured, fuck it. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's just keep rolling. Yeah, why not? Let's just keep on rolling. Um, my house right now, too, I'm glad to be doing the show because I've got a bit of a problem with mice. Okay, yeah, I've seen. I've been seeing the Snapchats. Dude, it's out of control. In the house? No. So okay. I, in my garage, I noticed there were rat turds, okay. mouse turds, and it just, the, the garage just smelled like an animal. Mm-hmm. Like it just had a feeling that there was something else in there. And I realized I had a bag of cat food on the ground and the mice were living in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Got rid of that. Still had the smell. Were there mice in it when you got rid there of it? There was. There was a mouse. Oh, fuck that. Took off. Like a big ass papa bear mouse <sighs> took off out of the bag right when I grabbed it. So I thought like, okay, great. I got rid of him. Hopefully that's enough. The turds never went away. Yeah. So I went on Amazon and of course, I'm Googling, Googling around. And back in the day, you'd probably go to Home Depot and get that balsa wood mouse trap with the metal whoosh, yeah. you know, on it. You pull that thing back. And that was my first inclination was to get something like that. But the thought of, you know, what if it just hit its hand? And then the mouse is just screaming all night long, <laughs> waiting for me to come kill it. And then what am I supposed to do? Like smash it over the head with a shovel. Yes. Grab it and and drown it in my swimming pool. Well, I've I've talked about it on the show before when I had a pet mouse. 
mm-hmm. and I bought another mouse to make, you know, so he had a friend. Right. And that other mouse was evil and started to eat the, <laughs> my original mouse. So right. I put it in a paper bag. Which with, I just love that you you thought, let me just take two <laughs> mice and yeah. just put them in the same thing. Exactly. Like they were brother and sister. Yeah, totally. Or something. So I put it in a paper bag and I rode my bike out to the desert mm. and I meant to throw a rock on it, but I freaked out at the last second. And I just left the bag there, like unopened. Unopened. Yeah, and biked away. I mean, he probably chewed through the bag. Hopefully, or or something some got point. him. I don't know. Man, yeah, I guess throwing a rock on a mouse in a bag <laughs> is a pretty easy way. So I thought, okay. Plus, you know me. Any instance where I can have some sort of connection with my kids. Mm-hmm. I gotta do it. You gotta be the dad that my dad never did. My dad was a drunk and he was never around. No, he was a great dad. But I'm always trying to do these things with my kids. So I got a humane trap mm-hmm. where it's just like green tube. You put Pussy food. Trap. <laughs> you put food in it and the mouse walks in. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put him in the garage, waited like two or three days and got one. And it was great. And I took my kids. We went out to the uh, the open field behind my house. We had a blast. Mm-hmm. It was really funny. And I thought, you know what? Let me just put the trap out one more time. Okay. Maybe there's one. Maybe. Maybe there's a family living in here. I don't know. I put it out. Two, three days later, there was another one. <laughs> and it was a lot smaller. So I thought, like, uh, all right, yeah. maybe this is the wife. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the, the there's no food in the garage now. They're getting desperate. Maybe I caught the mom bear. And then, like an hour later, caught two more. And they were really tiny, <laughs> like babies. And now at this point, I keep bringing them out. My kids are like, I want to take them out. I want to take them out. I say, fine. It's at the point now where I can't even let them know there's mice. Because yeah. I've caught six. <laughs> six mice. Jeez, okay. So far over, you know, now, once these traps are hitting, yeah. these traps are hot right now. So are you just going to keep putting them out until? Yes, until the end of it. Because I think at this point, there's no food. And so they just smell that peanut butter on toast and they just boom, they just they're going in. They are desperate for food right now. You don't think they're like leaving the property to find food somewhere else, like in another house next door? I mean, they can't get out of my garage. I think they got in. So here's the thing. I, I of course my wife is the queen of Google mm. and she's all, well, if there's babies, there's probably a hundred of them. And sure enough, like of the gestation period, so a mouse can have like 30 babies at once mm-hmm. they they're pregnant for just i think a couple weeks and then boom once a mouse is five months old i think you can start having babies oh, so okay. babies having babies yeah that five month old mouse <laughs> and i guess apparently the mice will sleep with each other you oh, know well, of course yeah they're... it's not like you got to find another mouse from another <laughs> house with a different last no, name you're fucking your brother your sister your mom your dad's dad. fucking everybody yeah and and they're, they're just having babies, which is pretty funny to think that maybe all mice come from one mouse. Maybe there's like one alpha mouse, like an Adam and Eve mouse. Yeah. And they could see that makes sense that mice could do that. Humans, the fact that, we, that people think we came from two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I will say, though, that apparently people with blue eyes all descend from one, uh, one, the same person. How's that even possible? I have no idea. How is that even possible? They have like a shred of the DNA? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, I haven't figured out what my DNA is yet. I'm still waiting on the 23andMe mm-hmm. to see, you know, what my story is. What I'll are you, you expecting know. and what are you hoping? Oh, I'm hoping 100% white, dog. <laughs> 
white as hell. No, I don't. I'm expecting to have probably a, a mix: Polish, German, I think French. Okay. Maybe some Italian. I don't have like Mamma Mia. I don't have a thing. <laughs> I don't have a homeland. Yeah. And I definitely won't be any Irish or English. If there's like, if there is, you know, the majority of it's like Italian or something, do you think mm-hmm. you will latch on to the Italian culture, like <laughs> buy an Italian flag? And That'd be hilarious. <laughs> learn Italian. Right. I'm going to like the Italian heritage night yeah. at the Giants. <laughs> I just roll up, just my shirt off, just wearing an Italian flag. Just crazy. Yes. That'd be pretty funny. And I, and I should. I, I pick up a little bit of an accent. <laughs> All of a sudden, you make your kids like learn Italian. I read any of them all, it's like yeah. Mario, <laughs> Christopher, Luigi, Luigi. <laughs> and uh, that would be great. Um, hopefully, I got a little Filipino in me. Hey, that'd be amazing. You should have said, "Do you want a little Filipino was, in you?" You know what? I asked. Uh, I think it was my eighth grade math teacher that question, mm. and because on a dare. Oh and God! She had no clue what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, but uh, yeah, good times. Hey, you know what? Nothing like uh, sexually harassing. <laughs> Uh, a teacher like that so my house is overrun with mice i don't know what to do i'll keep you posted i have been posting a lot about it on the, my snapchat which is sift show mm-hmm. or on my instagram account which is at dan the beast and now it's almost getting obnoxious like it was cute at first mm-hmm. then it was kind of funny and now i'm just going to keep it going like it's a nature show and i can't stop <laughs> if you ever do want to go the lethal route yeah i've seen like a, a mouse trap that you can build I saw it on YouTube, I think, mm-hmm. and it's a bucket, and then you put like a rod across it, and these like spinners on it, and then mm-hmm. you put the food like on the spinners, so the mice try to run out onto it. Oh god! And they fall into the bucket. You put water in the bucket. And oh my god! They drown them, <laughs> and like I've seen people, they put it in their barn, and, and they wake full. up, and it's like seventy mice in there. In the oh morning. my god! Like, overnight, it's nuts. This is one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one goes in, the door slams shut. Yeah. So you're right. If there's seventy <laughs> mice in my garage. I don't want 70 drowned mice. I wonder if like now, like you're going to attract more mice because they're like, yeah, you get free food. And then that motherfucker sets you free in like, right. this beautiful nature area. I know, right? It's the best. Well, I just wanted to take them out and just throw them out randomly. My kids are forcing me to bring them all to the same place so they can be <laughs> around each other. You know, if I bring them to a different tree, how are yeah. they going to find each other, dad? And now I'm so annoyed. I'm just not telling them. Yeah. The the bloom is off the rose. The novelty's worn off. Uh, someone in the chat room just said something funny. Wait till Eddie's dad stops by. <laughs> Wait till Eddie's dad is on the show. Eddie. Oh man, we're gonna have a barbecue, man. I mean, we're gonna have to, and everyone will finally get to see your dad. Yes. In in IRL. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh boy, yeah. We, yeah, we'll start having studio guests in here. <laughs> we should. Um, and Eric from Eric's Cologne oh, show. I miss that guy. You know who we could probably get on the show? Aziz Ansari. <laughs> I want to have a show with him, TJ Miller. Yeah. You know, all these comedians who are in hot water yeah. these days. The funny thing, so I was talking with my friend Mike, and he's like, are you going to talk about that uh, Aziz Ansari on the show? I said, yeah, I guess. He's like, oh, I wouldn't talk about it, man. It's real <laughs> polarizing. And I think it might have been a few days ago, but it's kind of funny to see. So Aziz Ansari, mm-hmm. I know you know the story. He apparently a year ago went on a bad date with some girl. They, they he she sucked his dick a couple times. He mm-hmm. the weirdest part of that story is he kept putting his fingers in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that was the part. So this girl was a photographer, and she got interviewed by this magazine. 
And it was a very lurid sexual article. Mm -hmm. Like an article had like opinions in it. This was not like a journalism piece. No. Like from CNN or even Fox News. No, definitely not. It read sort of like a diary entry and it was kind of like just, just someone called it like a revenge porn. Yeah. And it did have a bit of a porn ring to it. And she seemed to do it just to, to fuck with them, to humiliate them. Yeah. And it's like shocker. Of course, he's sort of like a dork. Yeah. And like bad at sex. Awkward, yeah. Totally awkward. And also incredibly super horny. Yes. Like they were fooling around. I mean, who hasn't played, what is it? Uh, put the tip in. Like put the tip in <laughs> and just see where it goes. Does that make, is that? So yeah, this is so complex and so gray. Mm -hmm. There really is no way for us to talk about it um, without sounding like a, a jerk to some people. So uh, that's true. Whatever. Sorry, guys. I do wonder, I don't think he's going to really get burned much. I don't think so either. He doesn't come off as as a predator, right? In my opinion, at least. He um, apologized. It's complicated. Yeah. I don't think uh, season three of Master of None is not going to happen. Yeah. I don't have to go burn all my Aziz Ansari <laughs> shirts. Um, I have multiple. Of them. So I'm wearing many. one right now. It's ridiculous on the show. Uh, so so he'll be okay. But yeah, I don't. A few people emailed us. That's really nothing we can say that hasn't been said. I do think it's funny. There's a woman on TV who is pissed and now like women are fighting about it yeah. and men are just like, I'm, I'm staying out of this. <laughs> like, you guys take care of this. Yeah. Um, Cause you can't be a man on TV and like yell at a woman for writing a story about being sexually assaulted. That's really just not yeah. an okay thing to do. Uh, yeah. To yell at a woman for, yeah. Any type of woman's issue. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to yell at a woman that she shouldn't get an abortion, like, right. That's not, it doesn't make sense. Let's make the podcast about that. <laughs> There's got to be crazy right-wing pro-life podcasts out there, right? Oh, sure. There's no barrier. There's there's like white supremacy podcasts, right? God, could like, you imagine listening to one of those? But I they they're not hosted on iTunes. Like what's what's the network? Like you know Earwolf or <laughs> yeah, Nerdist? Like what's the network Nerdist has <laughs> a bunch of uh white supremacists. You're right. Well, so what if my results from my 23 and me come back and I'm super what german or aryan and i gotta <laughs> pick up be... <laughs> what would that mean would you hate yourself because you're also jewish i know i have to be like a self-hating jew most are yeah <laughs> um but then you're right i have to now all of a sudden behind the podcast when we live stream it have a big swastika <laughs> that'd get us a lot of views yeah all a right. lot of attention that we probably don't want no we don't want that if we all. don't even want to talk about the aziz story <laughs> <laughs> right yeah we don't want that i think, uh, I think this topic's a, where do i yeah. even buy a swastika flag on Amazon? You could probably get it on Amazon. You think Amazon carries that shit? Walmart. No way. Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> like, really? Like, where does a guy go to swastikaflag.com? <laughs> Teespring? I imagine it's pretty easy, man. Yeah, you're probably right. right. Maybe. We should do a, a shirt with a swastika on it and, like, a big no symbol, but it still has a swastika on it, so it's kind of like a swastika shirt. Okay. Throw that shit on Teespring. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe someone will buy yeah. it. You need a catchphrase to go with it, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no idea. You come up with that. You're the show's copywriter. <laughs> I'm on it. Buddy boy. All right. So um, what else is going on? You know, a couple other things, um, show business-wise. Okay. Patreon. I've been really bad about thanking all of our Patreon people. Mm -hmm. And now that we're doing the show live and there is the notion that we need to buy more shit, you know, a lot of podcasts have Patreon goals where they say, hey, if we get... $500 a month, we'll do the show live or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't want to make like goals like that, arbitrary goals, but it really does make a difference now that people give us money to host the show, buy shit for the show. And so patreon.com 
slash sift show you can go on there and once a month i like to give a shout out to the people the fine people that are giving us their hard-earned money uh, and that's jerica yvonne a train uh just mike Corey, ricky paul from roanoke nick alex thomas christopher brian and Catherine, the sleep with me podcast uh another brian seb Lori, shane jared Moldy Orange, uh, super shout out to him. He also runs the Reddit, uh, our subreddit. Oh, awesome. Um, Haley, Milan, Lisa, Dylan, and Vix. Thank you guys. Super thank you to you guys. And so yeah, anyone else who wants to drop a coin in the bucket, uh, feel free, patreon.com slash show because on YouTube to make money, you need to have like a thousand subscribers. Oh, really? And your video needs to get like 200 fucking thousand views. So. Oh, man. We're not, uh, we're not quite there. No, we're not quite there. Okay, so let's, uh, let's listen to voicemail. Yeah, you know we haven't done a voicemail in a minute, and we certainly have a bunch. So let's do a couple real quick. What is up, Dan and Eddie? Techner Chase back here again. Uh, I just sent Dan a recording like five minutes ago. I was listening to last week's episode, and of course I got to the end. So I have a couple of things I had to rebuttal. So first off, Gerald, how you doing, buddy? Um, actually I'm very straight, but <laughs> I don't work for geek squad either. I work for my college's it department. There is a difference. Um, moving on from that though, Dan, Bitch. I just wanted to say I 100% accept your apology. I too thought the Amazon echo was going to be a stupid thing before we got in the house, but my uncle set up our house last Christmas with them and they were a godsend. I love them. I use mine at college all the time and you actually can send messages room to room. And so I enjoy messing with my parents and sending messages from college. That's my main way of communication with them and turning the lights on and off in my sister's room in the middle of the night. You know, the, the, the fun brother stuff. But Past that though, in my last... <laughs> recording i had a question but it doesn't really matter that much so moving on from that though everybody i'll see you over at the on the subreddit r slash save it for the show it's a fantastic time over there and until next time gentlemen have a good one thank you tech nerd chase yes and so yeah a couple things here he's i think that's pretty pretty funny that he uses his echo to talk to his parents yeah you know and again that's the other thing that's so liberating is you when you don't have to use your phone to do this stuff mm-hmm. and you can just say, hey, Alexa, call the kitchen and boop, boop, from like, you know, my bedroom just oh, calls okay. the kitchen like an intercom. Like remember in the old school houses, if you had a rich friend, they would have an intercom in their house <laughs> where, you know, the mom would get on it and say, it's dinner time. And yeah. it would crackle through the whole house was a piece of shit. And nine times out of 10, you go to someone's house, you'd see the intercom and they'd say, oh, that thing's broken. Yeah. I mean, back then, I mean, where would you call the intercom store? I mean, now you can go on next. <laughs> Radio Shack. Radio Shack. You got to bring that shit down there. So it is like a modern day intercom for that sort of thing. And yeah, somebody wrote a fake note about Tech Nerd Chase. And that's what that was who Gerald was. That's uh, <laughs> who he was replying to. So yeah, again, so I did want to say, here's a pro tip for anybody. You know, there's a Nest mm-hmm. and there's this other one called an Ecobee. And it's like 200 bucks which is a lot of money to get a smart thermostat. Mm -hmm. I mean, $200 to essentially just put a little cute display computer on your wall instead of the, the, you know, crappy blown out piece of shit one that you have on there now. Where like you're trying to set it away, vacation, sleep. It's it's a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. $200, (laughs) must've been in $200 to throw some stupid thing on the wall. But here's a pro tip for you. Here's a dad pro tip for you. 
at least here in California, you get $150 rebates yeah. from the utility company, which makes it only $50. Mm-hmm. $50 for a nest in your house? You, I can do that. I'm Italian now. <laughs> Italian kiss in the air with my hands. So it's 100% worth $50. Do that shit. And, you know, you need to be able to install it yourself. Yeah. Is it pretty complicated? Fuck no. Okay. I mean, I assume it's like installing a regular thermostat. It's exactly like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, you pull the thing off the wall and there's a red wire and you stick it where it says red wire. And a white wire, you stick it where it says the white wire. It's so simple to do that if you think, oh my God, it's like, I mean, I got to hire a handyman (laughs) to come in the house. No. (laughs) Okay, so I've got something that might throw a wrench in everything. What? But how do you... Because, like you said, there's a Nest and there's the Ecobee or whatever. Right. How do you choose which company to go with? Because they also sell, like, Wi-Fi cameras and, right. and security systems and shit like that. I don't think it really matters. Okay. I went with the Ecobee because it's Alexa-controlled. And since I'm, like, an Alexa house now. Yeah. And this is boring. Does anyone care? <laughs> Tech talk. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the one I went with. Plus, it has a little sensor that you can put in rooms. Oh, and so okay. it can say, like, it's cold in the kitchen. Gotcha. You know, because that's the other thing about these thermostats is that it's only, this is so boring. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. Fuck you, tech nerd Chase, for derailing the show. Uh, let's do another voicemail since we're, we're in a voicemail groove here. Dan and Eddie, John G. Man here. Nice to talk to you again. Had a sucky uh, Christmas season, but always looking forward to the show. Hey, a few years ago, well, a lot of years ago, I was, I was teaching a, a beginner Windows class to a bunch of uh, bunch of staff, and one of the guys was uh, hearing impaired, so I had to wear a microphone around my neck and I transmitted to him, and he had his headphones. He would listen to the class, and everything was going great. I told everybody we need a break. I went to the bathroom, came back a few minutes later, the guy's smiling at me. He's not saying anything. He's just smiling at me. I say, what's going on? He said, uh, you had a lot to drink, didn't you? I said, what do you mean? And he looked at me and smiled. And I said, oh, my God, you've been listening to me in the bathroom. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, I learned my lesson that day. Always tearing off your microphone when you go to the bathroom. Anyway, that was embarrassing. Uh, one other thing. Eddie, I bought a uh, Rhino 60DS. Love it. Love it. Do you know how nice it is? You need to try one. Anyway, John G-Man, out. So I'm assuming that's a gun. Yeah. Well, what is this kind of gun? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I know it's a gun. Right. But it sounds amazing. Unless he bought an actual Rhino, (laughs) which would be pretty dope too. Yeah. So the other thing that John brought up, that guy could have turned it off. Yeah, exactly. he, didn't, he didn't have exactly. arms. He wanted to hear you take a piss. Yeah. I mean, what if you had gone in there and ripped a huge fart, mm-hmm. jerked off? I mean. I thought he was going to say he heard me having sex with someone in the bathroom. <laughs> right. I always assume the John G-Man stories are going to go that way. John, he, he gets after it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, what if you'd gone in there and said, oh, man, this fucking deaf piece of shit. <laughs> Makes me wear this Bobby Brown headset like a <laughs> dick. I mean, he probably knew that you took it, didn't take it off. Yeah. And he wanted to hear it. He was looking to catch you. 
I'm sure you're not the first person he's heard piss. <laughs> Maybe that's his thing. <laughs> Maybe that's his thing. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, John also said something funny because he's a big uh, Amazon Echo guy. And he said that whenever I say like, Alexa, play Move Your Feet by Junior Senior. Like that's going to mess him up. Like his Alexa right now. Because that's what my kid, Quinn, will come downstairs and say, you know. Yeah. Alexa. Bleh, and she says, you know, play some stupid <laughs> song. Um, so... Sorry, John G. Man, if I just set your Alexa off. Um, and thank you for the voicemail. So anyone else can send us a voicemail. Saveforthshow at gmail.com is the best way to do it. Or you can go on our website, saveforthshow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous. And you know who hasn't been sending us uh, any, any email already? Uh, who's, who's that? Get my voice real hot. Who are you talking about? Chrissy from Southlake. Oh. You know, this lady, this lady. Who's trying to catfish us? Mm-hmm. I outed her on last week's show. I'm using my pronouns very carefully, <laughs> like I'm talking. Um, they're going back and forth. Their sexuality. Yeah. She went dark. Didn't uh, maybe she hasn't listened to the show yet? Because like she's she, into darker men. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. And maybe she's still liking things on Twitter. Okay. Still went to her Twitter account and, from her her porn ridden Twitter. account. Right. Okay. It's gotten way more G rated though. You know, she's a big fan of Paris Hilton, the Hooters girls. She likes a lot of Hooters. <laughs> um, you know, imagine following Hooters on Twitter and liking a bunch of their tweets. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a really funny uh, podcaster. His name's Kevin Allison, and he does uh, the Risk podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to that show. I know a bunch of people do, and I sent him one of our stories. I thought maybe he was going to play it on it. Uh, English Paul recommended that. And the guy wrote back, and he was super nice. Oh, nice. And, you know, but he likes things on, on Twitter, and all of a sudden they're coming up in my feed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, lots of people doing this. They like stuff and it comes up in your feed. Mm-hmm. And I hate that shit. Yeah. Like to me, that's a total violation of my feed. <laughs> I don't want to see what other people are liking. I want to see what I like. Yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> so anyhow, anyway, questions. You know, let's do some questions. Yeah. You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right, like I said, saveforthshow.com slash contact. Be a part of the show. We love, love questions. Uh, here's a question. So this is funny. I got this question last week before the Aziz stuff. Okay. Every week it turns out another guy in power or Hollywood is a creep. This week it's James Franco. Who's next? Do you guys think these men being dragged will have any effect on people's behaviors? Will more women come forward? Will men stop being pigs? I love the show. Stephanie, 28, from Michigan. So, yeah, I mean, James Franco was pumped about this Aziz story. Because <laughs> just the last week, it turns out he, I don't know, was being a dick to women. Yeah, but wasn't there, like, a story a while ago where he was trying to hook up with some young chick on Instagram? Yeah, like a 17-year-old. Yeah. so, like, you didn't know then? Right. And then he did that movie where he played a drug dealer and he was hooking right. up with young chicks, like Selena Gomez. Right. So, I mean... I mean, you doesn't know. Doesn't really surprise me. No. And I think every dumbass dude who's in a rock band, who's a comedian, mm-hmm. who's in any, especially maybe if they were a bit of an outcast as a kid, and now they have some power and women want to fuck them. Yeah. They're fucking chicks. <laughs> like, I feel like that's 25 to 35% of why any guy picks up a guitar. 
I would say more than that. Right. 70%? <laughs> Probably 70% at least. I mean, I, I hate to break it to people, but I feel like, especially before, when I was dating my wife and trying to date at all, I'd say nine out of the 10 things I did were to try to get laid. Yeah. From going to the gym, you know, the way I cut my hair, taking a shower so I didn't reek <laughs> was just to get fucked. <laughs> And so, does that make me a sexual predator? Because all I care about, and still, I, I hate to break it to the folks, I really care about having sex. It's like a really, really high priority to me to, me, to make love to my sweet wife. Does that make me a pig? Does that yes, make me... Exact? 100%. I guess so. Now, I would never force myself on my wife unless she wanted me to. My wife has forced herself on me before. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to write an op-ed. And she needs to go to jail. She needs to, yeah. That's the thing this woman kept saying about Aziz Ansari. He said, go to the cops. Like, if he <laughs> truly did something illegal, then why would you not, you know, pin his ass to the to a board and say, this guy is, put him in fucking jail. Yeah. Instead of writing something like this. So, yeah, so I think your wife, she should, uh, you know. <laughs> Take it to the... Uh, I should drag her is what you're saying. <laughs> you should. You should. Uh, I don't think it's going to change anything. I do think what it might change, though, is in regular offices. Because that's the one thing is all of the across America where, yes, of course, there's celebrities who are trying to get their dick wet. Mm -hmm. But there's also garbage regional managers of an insurance office yeah. who is saying inappropriate things under his breath to Deborah in accounting. And that's the real thing. And that and that is one thing I think that this Aziz thing is a bad thing about is it's taken away from those women. Yeah. Who have truly been ruined. And not to say, oh God, this is terrible. I'm I should not even <laughs> I'm walking into a landmine here. Yeah, um, I'm not even gonna say anything. All right, fine. It's the whole thing is awful and terrible. And yeah. let's, let's move on from that. So I do hope it helps. Um I think Eddie and I are perverts and we're pretty creepy and gross. No, we're not creepy. Not creepy, no. We're we're perverts. Perver yeah, perverts, but not creepy. Perverted. Pervert. Yeah, there you go. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to say we're the noun pervert. Yeah. I mean, because you know what? Whenever I think of a pervert, I don't know why, but I think of Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think of a peeping tom. Okay. What did Pee Wee Herman do? He Nothing. jacked off. Listen. In okay. A triple X movie theater. The only reason I think of him is because when I was a kid. And that happened. Mm -hmm. There was all these headlines about Pee Wee Herman being a pervert. And it was kind of the first time I'd ever really heard that word a bunch. Okay. So in my dumb mind, I think, it, and that's terrible. And that, that destroyed that guy that yeah. he went to, I mean, a jack shack <laughs> and had to jerk off in public. Yeah. Which is kind of like, come on, dude. It's, it's, yeah, it's sad, <laughs> man. It's really like, sad. Unless that's his thing. Unless he's like, yeah, fuck it. I love doing it. Not us. Then, I mean, we've talked about it for us. It's yeah, a shameful act. It is. <laughs> I couldn't imagine whipping my dick out and then just like blowing a load all over the, the seats in front of me. I guess. Or into a hanky. Uh, yeah. My cum rag. <laughs> this for some reason reminds me of uh, I, I had a Lil Kim album uh -huh. when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. And like the first track of it is just like a an audio of a guy and he goes to a porn place and he, mm -hmm. he orders popcorn. And he's like, yeah, extra butter. Yeah, extra butter. And then he gets like a bunch of napkins okay. and he goes into the movie theater and he starts watching and he starts jerking off. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a weird opening to an album. Very weird. But look him's dope, so. They don't sell popcorn in concessions, I think, at most. That's what I was thinking. Jazz. Well, that was the whole thing is like right. the twist is he's watching a porno. Like you think oh, he's just going to the movies. To the regular movies. Yeah. 
And then mm-hmm. you hear, you know, moaning and he starts jerking off. Right. And then boom, Lil' Kim comes in talking about her pussy and shit. Of course. So. Uh, Lil' Kim is great. Yeah. Um, but it would be funny to work concessions at a jerk off stand, <laughs> you know. I guess. No, it'd be terrible. I mean. Terrible job. That's, that's definitely against uh, health regulations. I would think so. Right. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. Uh, let's do a couple more questions. Hey, Dan and Eddie, this was simply the best show because we now have a visual of you two doing the show. Sometimes getting a visual of something like you guys is the best way to feed your appetite. Thank you, Christina. Pussy got wet, pussy stay wet. Mine's always W, <laughs> she said. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got a bunch of great emails like that <laughs> that people like to show how handsome Oh, wow. okay. Um, Thank you, guys. You know, that you look like a gangster. It was pretty <laughs> fun. The, the lighting was really bad. Yeah. And you looked dark as fuck <laughs> in the last... And now you look like a child. <laughs> so basically, every week, I need to make you look like shit. Yes. So just, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that gimmick. All right, that fine. can get us somewhere. <laughs> well... <laughs> Don't count on me trying again. Like, <laughs> sounds like too much work. Next week, you should like wear me in a baby Bjorn. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> I think that's the just next hanging step. off my chest, <laughs> and we just share one mic. Yes, I think that's good. Uh, okay, here's another question. Well, it's my birthday, so that's obviously what I'm thinking about. Um, but my mind has been on something a bit weird. I visited some public toilets in the morning, and there was a guy standing at the urinal. I went into a cubicle. So this is English Paul, just by the way, because in America, we, we call him a stall. Yeah. A, a bathroom stall, not a cubicle. But over in the pond, in the dairy, <laughs> he goes into a cubicle and I spend a few minutes before I leave. I sound like Bill Cosby. <laughs> sounds like Bill. <laughs> always sounds like Bill Cosby. <laughs> I just figured at the time. Okay. He went into the stall. He spent a few minutes. And when he left, the guy was still standing at the urinal. He figured that maybe he just had a shy bladder and he needed to wait for me to leave before he could go, which is just like, whatever, fine. So pause. And this is something that I think, do women get shy bladders? Because they have their own cubicle when they take a piss. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably some, I would imagine. Because this is something when two guys walk up to a urinal and you're both touching your dicks and you're a foot away from each other. Yeah. Sometimes it's the pee is, and you might have to piss so bad <laughs> and it doesn't come out. And you're both standing there, and you can hear when the other guy starts pissing. Yeah. So you kind of think to yourself, oh, I'm pissing. Oh, hear that? Hitting the porcelain. (laughs) Why isn't this guy pissing next to me? Yeah. Like, he's not, I don't hear the piss. (laughs) Maybe he's peeing all over the urinal cake, so you can't really hear it. And one time, I remember I was so bladder shy that it was busy, and people were waiting to go. And I moseyed up there, and I'm really not usually shy. And I couldn't piss, so I zipped up and then just walked out. And walked right back in to like get back in line to wait my turn because I just I couldn't go. Yeah, I mean, just it just happens sometimes. I can't explain it. I heard if you hold your breath, it helps. Someone told me to once pee? that if you like take a deep breath when your bladder shy, that'll help you take a piss. Okay. So anyhow, okay. So he, the guy's still there, is what Paul is saying. Mm-hmm. So he left and it was whatever. And then I went back to the same public toilet three hours later and the same guy was still there <laughs> in the same position and he didn't move. He was almost tempted to give him a poke to make sure he wasn't some kind of scarecrow intended to dissuade men from having a piss. Uh, the, the consensus amongst my friends was he was probably a dude looking for some dick, but if that's the case, the only dick he saw was his own because he didn't even look around when I came in. And I imagine that life could be more exciting than just pretending to have a piss for three hours. What do you guys think? English Paul, 
So happy birthday to you, English mm. Paul. This is weird. I would say he's a heroin addict. And he was just like, what, like drugged out? And just, yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> probably just like propped up. Right. Basically passed out standing up. That's a very good good thing to, to yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Go back, Paul. <laughs> Go back. There? See if he's still there. And if he's trying to get a wank, have a bit of a chin wag with him and uh, witch's kiss. And see, I give him the witch's kiss and see um, what he says. Let's do a couple more here. We got so many questions I never get to. Let's let's make it a bit of a question show. Uh, here's a real treat from somebody. Bom bom, sister nasty. They wrote, which I think it's sister no, Nancy. Sister Nancy, yeah. Terrible garbage song. No, dude, that was my real treat one time, dude. No, I know this was one of your real treats. <laughs> Terrible. No. Reggae music is country music for stoners. <laughs> it's awful. No. It's always about the same shit. They all sound the same. You can't you're get down. You're with mistaken. It. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You can say that about all music. No, you can't. All music's about all the same shit, man. It's not. It doesn't all just have a bro, bo, 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 and like the same goddamn sound effects in every song. The upbeat noise. It's just not for me. Okay. It's just not right. for me. So they did, that's all they wrote in. Real treat, bomb bomb, sister nasty. And it's Nancy. <laughs> even I knew that. Wait, unless there is a sister nasty and it's like a, like oh, a remake or something. That's true. I'll look it up. <laughs> like some trap trap version or yeah. something. Uh, here's a couple more. I've been listening to the old podcasts and I loved the movie Over the Top. Have you seen that movie yet, Dan? It's amazing. I kind of feel as if it's one movie that came out a couple years ago. Which real steel, which was a sort of a knockoff about it, and so this yeah, in an old show, I think maybe it was a real treat of yours, the Sylvester Stallone. It was a real treat. Uh, or maybe that. it was maybe it was a guest's real treat, or we talked about it where okay. Sylvester Stallone. It's like an arm wrestling movie. He's a truck driver. Okay. And you've never seen Over the Top? No. Okay. So clearly I still haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, he's a truck driver, and he has like an estranged son. Okay. And he and takes, he's not even that big or strong. He's just like. He's normal Sylvester Stallone, not yeah. Insane. He's not Rocky Sylvester right. Stallone, right? Um, but he takes him on the road with him to get to know him, okay? Because something happens with the kid's mom or something, and like the the kid kind of hates him, mm-hmm. and they like bond together over like arm wrestling tournaments, <laughs> where his dad is like kicking ass because he has this special move that like when he's about to get beat, he like puts his finger over the top. Oh my god! Are you serious? And then like reverses it and Jesus he always puts his hat Christ. backwards but yeah he's a trucker okay it's it's a fucking stupid movie it sounds terrible <laughs> i haven't watched it it probably sounds like if i drink 30 beers i mean it's definitely entertaining it. i would yeah. i would watch it just because it's such a shitty movie okay yeah. i need to watch more sylvester stallone movies in my life anyway do you know he wrote rocky oh yeah and directed it i think too yeah that's pretty amazing yeah it's crazy that he did all that um all right let's do a couple more Uh, Oh, and thanks for listening to the old shows. Yeah. The old shows are still good. Uh, Hey, guys. I love the last show. I have a real treat I think you might both find interesting. It's a book called How Not to Die. You guys talk about health and healthy eating often. I thought you might like it. Also, Dan, they talk about anal fissures. Uh, (laughs) This is from Great Listener Savage Plum. I've talked about anal fissures at length on the show. Man, I don't know what happens. The other day, I took a poop. And it was like someone dropped a red food dye in the toilet. I've never had That's never that, happened dude. to you? And no. it's just like a one-time thing. And then the next time it was fine. It's I, never... Maybe I've got like ass cancer. I don't even know it. I don't know, dude. I, I honestly... <laughs> never... As much as you shit. Yeah. 
I, Surprisingly. I need somebody to please. I'm, I'm sort of like burying my soul right now. I need <laughs> a listener to write in and tell me that every once in a while they have an awful bloody poo. And then they just move on. And it makes me scared. Like, what's going on in my body, in my life, that, I'm, like, my asshole bleeds? Yeah. And then the next day, it's fine. This is disgusting. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being a little selfish right now. I need some. I can't. Who else am I supposed to talk to about this? I mean, you sound genuinely concerned. So I'm a little concerned. Uh, I'm glad you brought it to church here. <laughs> okay, good. So somebody please write me. Chrissy yes. from South Lake. Can you write me an email about bloody assholes? Please, please. All right. Um, let's uh, let's do a real treat here, Eddie, and we'll we'll call it a night. Cool. Eddie, before we do real treat, yes, let's talk about my bloody asshole for one more <laughs> second. Moldy orange peel in the chat room. Uh, his his synopsis was it's a uh, hemorrhoids. And yeah. I'll be the first to, to tell you, I've talked on the show. I had a hemorrhoid once in college mm-hmm. that was so bad that I thought I was going to have to go to the doctor, like get it lased off. Oh and I did all this research on it where sometimes they'll put like a rubber band around it, kind of like they do like with a baby dick. Okay. And that's how they atrophy these hemorrhoids in your ass. And So it's just hanging there until it falls off? I guess so. Fuck that noise, dude. That sounds awful. So, yeah, I had this terrible, awful hemorrhoid in college, which I probably got because, I don't know, my diet was just disgusting. I think I ate Carl's Jr. three times a day. Did everyone make fun of you? Well, okay, so I didn't really tell anyone about it. Okay. But I went to the store, and I got this cream called Anisol. (laughs) I've talked about this on the show. I think so, yeah. And that's the funniest thing is it's anal cream, (laughs) hemorrhoid cream called Anisol. It says anus <laughs> in the name of the cream. So there is no easy way to have it or, or, you know, I can't exactly have it, you know, sitting on the coffee table. Yeah. Like, let me like, like you might have hand lotion. Yeah. It could have just even said cream on it. Just cream. And then your, your roommate comes home. He's like, oh, damn, dog. My hands is dry. I need to use some of this cream where you jerk off with it. God forbid. Because it did have medicine in it. So anyways, it needed to be applied to the roid. Like every hour. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to school and working. So I had to put the anusol in my backpack. And I was terrified that I would be, you know, like in my women's lit class. <laughs> and I pull out my notebook and then my anusol comes flying out. And you can imagine all the pussy I would get Oh yeah, when they would see that. So, no, yeah, that's was... sexual assault, I think. <laughs> that's true. Any Anything like that. Like anusol, what is that? Like anal lube? Yeah. This guy's trying to fuck me in the ass. Like, yes, you're right. I could have gotten thrown out of college for that uh. shit. That's not my real treat. I don't think I have hemorrhoids, uh, moldy orange peel. I, I certainly hope not. Eddie, what's your real treat this week, my man? Um, I've, I've got two real treats. Okay, great. Uh, so the first one is yesterday was my wife's birthday. Shout out to her. I love you, babe. Yeah. Uh, so the day before on Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, yeah. I had the day off of work, so we took a day trip to the Bay. Um, nice. And did the whole Pier 39 Fisherman's Wharf like touristy thing that's great because um, it's the first time my girls were old enough to remember anything mm-hmm. with a with a trip to san francisco so yeah i had a good time then that's awesome um and then my second real treat is this dumb show on netflix called travelers have mm. you heard of this show Mm-mm. it's apparently started as a canadian show and then netflix picked it up okay but it stars eric mccormick from will and grace oh really yeah and uh it's about that's enough to turn me off. Like, I feel like if I was going through Netflix and I saw him, I'd yeah. say, ooh. 
Well, it's it's a time travel show, and I like oh. time travel shit. Is it a comedy? No, it's a serious show, and it's about like uh, like in the future they have the technology to send consciousness back in time into other bodies that. So they so what they do is like they f- they figure out when a person's gonna die, mm-hmm. and this, the moment they die, they transfer another consciousness into that body. Okay, and they take over this person's life and try to change the future, basically. Okay, so it's kind of, like kind of a, sunken place. Sounds like. <laughs> like is that a spoiler? I don't. That's mm, maybe yeah, not. Whatever. Um, but it, I it, just watched that. By <laughs> did the way, you? Like <laughs> okay. last week. Are you super excited about it? I liked it. It was good. It was a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of a guilty pleasure cause it's, it's not the best show out there, but it's, uh-huh. you know, interesting storyline, pretty good acting. Um, I would equate it to your love of, um, burn notice, burn notice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but they have two seasons. The second oh, they already season have two. Yeah. The second season just released pretty recently, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no idea if they're going to finish it with a third season cause it left on a cliffhanger. See, that's what's and, risky about these shows Yeah, is a lot of them. You never know. Like, what if it didn't come back? Yeah, exactly. You would never know the end of it, and that could be a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and with the whole Will and Grace thing back in full effect, like, right. he probably doesn't have time for a rinky-dink show like this. Or even care. Yeah. I mean, that Will and Grace money that he's oh cashing, yeah. that thing's in syndication ten times over. Yeah. So, I don't know if I would ever work another day in my life <laughs> if I had that kind of money. Yeah. That's what always blows my mind to see how hardworking Jerry Seinfeld is and Ray Romano, mm-hmm. which really does go to show you that those guys became successful because of their work ethic. Yeah. So, why all of a sudden, if they got rich, would they stop working hard? Yeah. Well, exactly. can I tell you who would do that? This motherfucker. <laughs> if I got rich all of a sudden tomorrow, I, I couldn't call my boss fast enough <laughs> to quit. See, I feel like you say that. Well, it depends. Like, if you won the lottery, right? Yeah, I I would totally quit my fucking job. Mm-hmm. But if I was like a like a Seinfeld or a Ray Romano, where they like work their way up That's to true. making this amount of money, like I think it gets to a point where they're like, it's not even about the money. It's just you're right. Being like, yeah, do you know how much money I make? Like, that's true. Yeah, that too. So yeah, well, I, and I guess too, like if the show started making you and I two hundred grand a year each, yeah. I probably still wouldn't. Well, nah, I'd probably quit my job because I could say like we could the show could be super popular and then a week later it could be a bust. Yeah, I mean this will happens to people. You sexually assault someone and right, you know what the fuck is that bullshit? I stick my fingers in a girl's mouth. I mean, once the show is that popular that I can start just you know dating twenty three year old photographers, <laughs> then yeah, that I you mean, meet at an award show, right? Lord yeah. knows, jury's out. Yeah. Um, I'm about, by process of elimination, you and I are going to be the only two guys left in Hollywood, <laughs> and we'll just be you know hosting the Academy Awards. Sounds good, man. Um, my real treat is actually a show too this okay. week, and it's a two part show. So I'm completely now Amazoned out, like I said. Mm-hmm. With I don't even want to say it again. I don't want to fuck with everyone's computers, girl <laughs> computer that has a name that rhymes with sexia. Um, but there's an Amazon show called the marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. uh, or Mazel, Maisel. I think it's Maisel and it's great. And it's so to me, okay, first of all, like you see the picture of it. And again, like the travelers, when I saw Eric McCormick's face, I'd be like, ugh, yeah. what is this? Some comedy bullshit. Forget it. This one's even worse because it has a really weird font from like the fifties or sixties, which to me makes it almost look like I dream of genie. Okay. It's got a picture of a woman on it. They're all in Mad Men style clothing. And I thought, what is, what is this even about? Mm-hmm. It's totally hilarious. And I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's about like a housewife in the 50s or 60s who becomes a stand-up comedian. 
Oh, okay. Like, that's the angle, which I didn't even see coming. But the show also has sort of like a fake Kimmy Schmidt vibe to it, too. So it's a little out there. Hmm. Every actor in it's hilarious. And it's set in New York. And my, my wife said something like, everyone's just super Jews in it. Like, there's like <laughs> tons of Jewy New York people in it, which are really funny to watch. Kevin Pollock is in it, and he's really funny. Oh, okay. So I can't recommend it enough. Here's the thing. So I Chromecast most of my TV, mm-hmm. and it's on Amazon. So, of course, Amazon's app doesn't have Chromecasting built in it because that would be like Pepsi coming in a Coke cup. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they're like, fuck you, Chromecast. No, you need to buy a, a fire, a fire stick. Mm-hmm. I have no need for a fire stick, but I got one from my dad because someone gave it to him. This was a real treat years ago mm-hmm. with Cody bullshit on it. It's not hacked anymore, so I booted up the Fire Stick. That's the only way you can watch this show on a TV. Yeah. Unless you're going to watch it on your laptop, which I know you do. Use your laptop and like HDMI it to your TV. Yeah. It's a fucking tech podcast this week. I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) But here's the thing. On the Fire, when people come on the screen, like the other day I was watching Black Mirror, Mm -hmm. season one, or the new season, episode one, the Star Trek one. Mm Mm-hmm. And the girl, like the lead girl with those huge brown eyes, my wife said, that woman is from somewhere. And I pride myself on being the guy to say, oh, yeah, you know who that is? Yeah. See if you can figure it out, you stupid idiot. Can you figure it out? And she's like, no, I, I can't. You're so smart, Danny. What is it? Um, but I pride myself on being like that guy. Or like if I hear a song, I say, you know what song this is a total ripoff of? Boom. I'm the same way. <laughs> I like like the yeah. lord it over my yeah. wife's head. And I said, no, girl, she's not in anything. What is this girl's not in nothing? Well, not only that, she was in Fargo season two okay. with the guy, the main dude. Mm-hmm. And, and like five people at home were like, oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> but I had to go to IMDb on my phone. I had to find her face. Well, on the Kindle Fire, it has this thing called X-Ray, where when you press pause... It'll tell you the names of all the actors on the fucking screen. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And if a song is playing, it'll say the name of the song on the bottom of the screen. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So it immediately, like, it you know, shows their name, the whole thing. So that's sort of like the the junior real treat to the show, which is awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm sort of, like, identifying with the show because my wife wants to be a stand-up comedian. No, but, but part of the show. No, no. Part of the show is she's, I don't know, she's bearing her soul. She gets on stage, talks about her bloody asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does go on stage. So she's you. I know, right? Aww. I'm self. I'm seeing myself in this character, Eddie. So it's fun to watch like that. But it's really funny. And the girl who stars in it was in House of Cards. She had a role in that, and she's gorgeous and okay. so funny and just. A delight to watch <laughs> on the screen. So watch nice. that shit. Okay. All right, Eddie. So what do we've learned? Save for the show, patreon.com slash sift show. Mm-hmm. We're live streaming the show now so people can subscribe to us. Like, subscribe, review, rate. God Share. damn it. We got another fucking thing we need to <laughs> push people to. This is exhausting. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to be Logan Paul. I'm trying to be... You want to be that guy. Try, can you hang yourself <laughs> in the background here, please? Sure. Why not? And yes, but I, I, we're getting better. Every week, I, I promise to put Eddie in some... <laughs> I need to start getting you outfits. Oh, That's just, where the Patreon money will go, is different <laughs> outfits for me. The outfits for you. And then you start... I, I text you like, hey, man, you ready to do the show? And you'll be like, oh, no, man. 
I'm sick. <laughs> and then you just call in every week. <laughs> I buy like, you. Oh, sorry. Awful, like little sailor outfits <laughs> for children or something. Okay. Patreon, YouTube, subscribe to the show and email us all that good stuff. Yes. All right. Okay. So for this week for the Sifstery, from our buddy Amanda Hug and Kiss, this is a, a recent one. This one's from episode 261. And the song is called Rat and Cat by Frau. Okay. All right? All right. So that's it. So that's playing. And otherwise, this has been episode 276 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. weird and long teeth. Ratty the rat. Things catty so brat. True story. <laughs> this is a true story, Eddie, I swear. So this cat, Gus, mm-hmm. who may as well be dead. Right. Social media wise, <laughs> my wife, the lazy genius, which I always call her very affectionately. She was so into this cat. Yeah. And as a cat, she still loves him and adores him mm-hmm. and, and showers him with love in our house. But she was so inspired to start this Instagram account. <laughs> so inspired to do that and get serious about it that she dove in headfirst made the account she played all the instagram games Mm -hmm. she was dropping hashtags follow for a follow kiss my ass you know she was talking like the cat to other cats (laughs) she was all in yeah and for like two months she got really serious about it west down buzzfeed reposted her shit and then poof like she just ghosted yeah and just said you know what i'm bored of this (laughs) fucking stupid i'm over it and now she's done (laughs) but she can make so much money i really think she could have so we have the cat he's a great great cat and we've been feeding him iams kitten food okay now iams to me is like coca-cola of cat food Mm -hmm. it's absolute shit i don't know dog food too purina and pedigree i think essentially every huge dog food brand They've got all this filler crap in it. Yeah. Just filler shit. So anyhow, I wanted to get him off this IMS as quickly as I could. And I go to my local pet store and there's this great food brand I love to get called Taste of the Wild. (laughs) That's what we get too. You got Taste of the Wild too, Eddie. (laughs) So I go to the pet food store and my other cat just eats Costco bullshit bad food. Yeah. That poor cat. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, look, she's 10. She's been eating it her whole life. Mm-hmm. She's fine. She's fine. And listen, you can feed your cat goddamn Legos. Yeah. And it'll probably live and be okay. They're I mean, hardy. it's probably out there eating birds and, and fucking mice. You're right. Around. That cat is because it's indoor outdoor. So yeah. it probably does do some hunting. But either way, I wanted to get my perfect, precious little Gus <laughs> off Iams. And I go to the store. And yes, Taste of the Wild makes cat food oh they do too okay and i said i'm a brand loyal man (laughs) i will totally buy taste of the wild for my cat and not only that it's not kitten food it's made for the whole cat like any age oh okay and you could just get them on it and roll with it and i said sweet same type of packaging same packaging badass yes scenes okay yes of like cougars (laughs) you know there and lions and you know their ancestors just chilling on there so i get it home and I'm not a total idiot. You can't just change the cat's food. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very sensitive. When, when all you eat is one thing, <laughs> one thing. Yeah. Even if all you ate every day was Doritos, mm-hmm. that first apple you ate would probably give you 
crazy diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Or give you a stomach ache like you've never had. So that's all the cat eats is one thing. You have to introduce it slowly. Mm -hmm. And I did, but apparently not slow enough. <laughs> because one, it was fine. He loved it. He was eating it. And then one on Saturday morning, I come downstairs and there's diarrhea, Eddie. Just. Oh, God. Just everywhere. That's. Oh. Just. And there's this white rug. You know, I have a wooden floor downstairs. Mm -hmm. If he'd shit on the wooden floor, <laughs> easy pickup. He shit literally on the one place he shouldn't have. Yeah. This like white jute rug. Yeah. And jute is bristly and it's thick mm -hmm. and it's porous. It's not like the kind of rug in a gymnasium or yeah. at an elementary school. <laughs> exactly. That's meant to just, you know, take a licking. And it was white and it was like diarrhea. So it wasn't even like a hard turd. I mean, it was yeah. seriously like liquid, awful pudding everywhere. That's Did it smell It too? smelled so bad. Oh, and we walked downstairs and my kids start laughing. They're like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. And I said, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Look at this, your dad just, just I got to spend like two hours yeah. now cleaning it up. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. So was he just shitting all weekend? Yeah. So the story goes on. Sadly, mm -hmm. so he's pooping. I'm constantly having to clean his like skirt, which is this like long, thick, beautiful gray Persian cat hair, and I'm the only one that has to do it because Nicole is livid. <laughs> My wife is so pissed. You idiot! I told you you're giving him way too much food. You're moving too fast, and you just told me no, no, no. You know what you're doing, and now look, you have to clean shit all weekend. So she wouldn't even touch it. Yeah, because she doesn't touch any dirty jobs, anyways. I can't make her beautiful hands clean up cat <laughs> shit. You know, that's the nasty man's job. Okay. Right? At least in my house. You know, my wife is very uh, dainty, and she would never, ever. I mean, look, if I was out of town, she would do it. Yeah. And cry her eyes out. So that's Saturday. And he's constantly pooping. It's so bad. I wake up Sunday morning, and it's an even worse nightmare, Eddie. <laughs> he's shit in the skirt, and it's locked in there, and is like, asshole is now like sealed shut. The hair oh, has created God. like a gate. And so he's shitting and it's just like shooting out the sides <laughs> like a cheese grater from hell. <laughs> and at first I don't realize, so what does he do? He runs down the entire hallway, just dragging shit everywhere. Where's, where did he sleep? Did he? I made him sleep by the litter box. Okay. And it's just, when you see a mess like that, it's almost like a scene in a movie when there's a murder mm -hmm. and they have to clean it up and you see the look on the guy's face and he just thinks, shit, like <laughs> this is going to be a lot of work. Yeah. And yeah, we had to like disinfect. And so I take him in the bath and I'm just cutting out these mats, these like disgusting, oh. shitty mats. And he's just sitting there. He's such a good boy. He's just sitting there not making a peep. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden cries out like super loud and i'm like oh fuck did i did i cut you and i look closer i look closer because i remember i'm right around his asshole yeah and i look and i'm grabbing the mats with my fingers between my fingers and i'm snipping underneath him dude <sighs> he's got nuts okay <laughs> the cat is not neutered yet okay okay because he's still a baby and i guess you have to wait a little bit i completely like to the skin trimmed his balls oh like if i God. had been a millimeter closer i would have seriously castrated him with some kitchen scissors oh. and it would have been like a sunday morning 
emergency. I would have had to race that him to the vet horrible. with like him bleeding out in my car. And I just thought, oh my God, how close I was to an absolute nightmare. Oh my God. I felt so bad. Yeah. Like his ball, his nutsack was red and like shorn looking chafed. <laughs> it was that close. Eddie. Oh my God. That close. You believe this? Poor guy. Well, the whole thing was a lie. I'm making it up. No, I, I feel so bad. It's he's fine now. His stomach's gotten back to normal. He's used to the new food, and all is well. And he probably hates you, though. I know he probably does. This guy tried to take my nuts. really need your nuts though what do you need those for you're right right i mean no i guess i don't <laughs> i don't know what it would look like you know it'd be all sewn up yeah you know i don't as long as i could still get a boner my wife doesn't care <laughs> you know i think you know what though she likes my balls in there it'd probably be less smelly down there though if you didn't have a you're right a big sack you're right swinging around <laughs> this is my big old hairy <laughs> sack 